Hey everybody, welcome to New Dad, New Dad episode number 93. Holy moly. I am Eric Smith. Here with, oops, Dustin Lopez. Hey, thanks a lot, Eric. What? Well, for what? I think you know. You stole my dressing. Oh. We're, we're talking about that? Yeah, we can talk about that. You had it next to your food, and the other two were stacked next to my food. I didn't separate the dressings. That's true. I did, but you would imagine that it being my first time at Nof Nof that you would, you know, kind I of was like not, even, not, not even thinking about it. I know. That's all right. I forgive you. Do you have headphones? Am I giving a little bit of feedback? A little bit. Yeah, I do have headphones, actually. Wow, you're so thoughtful today. Why? You just think of everything. I'm not thoughtful. I want the podcast to sound better. Is it better? It sounds fantastic. Awesome. <laughs> sounds good to me, too. Okay, great. What's uh, What's going on? Not much. You know, I heard about this um, thing today. Um, it's called plutonic parenting. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's when like you co-parent with one of your friends, like you, you don't have a romantic connection with somebody and you're just friends and you're like, you both want a kid, but like you, you, you make a baby together and then you co-parent that baby. My headphones came out, so I didn't hear a word of that. You'll you'll hear it back later. Just say it was what I just said was amazing, and it was oh, hilarious. Amazing. Um, no, what I was saying was, um, it's called platonic parenting, and it's when you co-parent with somebody that you're not romantically involved with. Mm-hmm. It's like a friend of yours, and you both want kids, and it's like when you were a kid, and you're like, if we're not married by the age of thirty-five, and everybody else is, then we'll get married. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they don't talk like that when they say it. But, yeah, but they don't. Yeah, exactly. And they don't get married. There's not any romantic connection at all. They just make a baby together and then they raise that baby together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I like never, ever heard of that before reading this article today. But didn't multiple people do that on Grey's Anatomy? Ooh. Like Mark and... Uh... Yeah, but they were they were romantically in. Oh, well, Mark was because really. there was two. No, Mark was because there was two lesbians. They weren't romantically. They just like doing it. No, and no, then, no, no, no. He wanted a kid, and then so they had the kid. No, 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 no. Yeah. Arizona's child and Callie's child was a result of Ka- Callie and Arizona wanting a child together. They were romantically connected. No, no, you're misremembering that. I'm pretty sure they were dating and actually married, and then Kelly ran away. I'm talking about Mark. Like Mark was in on it. He's like, "Yes, let's all." Mark was just the donor. Yes, but he very much wanted to be like the father of the child. Yeah, that's a completely different situation, though, because there's three people involved. It was just two people. Yeah, I know, but there were still three people involved. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting. I never I never heard of anything like that before. 
Sophia Robin Sloan Torres is the daughter of Kelly Torres, Mark Sloan, Arizona Robbins. Heartbroken, Kelly moved in with Mark. They had a short flink. Arizona returned. Uh, later revealed that she was pregnant with Mark's baby. Arizona agreed to raise a child with her, but disliked that Mark would be a permanent part of their lives. Kelly was she planned to get away weekend. Okay, well, while you're while you're figuring that out, I thought I would just, you know, what was interesting to me about the follow up of the whole thing and why it was maybe stuck out to me was because I always used the term co-parenting with Melissa and I, but obviously Melissa and I are married, you know, we're in. Yeah, that's uh, a weird have, thing to say about um, when you when you're in a relationship. But we are we're 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 both parents. Yeah, but it sounds like you're you're like doing it completely separately. But we both have our own ways of doing things clearly because that's you don't do the same thing yeah, that June you're does. So you're co-parenting with June. Okay, you're you're making up your own definition of co-parenting. I'm I'm letting you know what I always yes I understand that I'm I'm letting you know. Okay, but when, when you say it to article, other people, when you say it to other people, nonchalantly. Yeah, as sounds like I get it. it. So that's why you shouldn't really do that. Well, now I know that. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm, you know, in the past, and even right now, I'm I won't say it to other people. But I still like internally, I feel like we co-parent and the idea of co-parenting is something that I think a lot of people have a negative connotation with the word. And it's really it. it, I mean, I would say that you and June are polar opposites in a lot of ways when it comes to parenting. And that's why you co-parent your your children. You don't parent (laughs) the same way. I don't, like, so I don't like the road you're taking us down because it doesn't make sense. Well, I don't understand what doesn't make sense about it. Do you or do you, you not you parent don't call, the same way as June? You don't call it co-parenting. I know. Well, then what do you call it? What would you call it? What, what do you call You call it parenting. So you're both doing the same thing. No, no. So what's the difference between the two? Co-parenting is... <laughs> It means you're you're there's no intimate relationship between the adults. Well, now I know that outside of the confines of my own brain. Mm-hmm. The the relationship between the adults focuses solely on the child. So explain to me the difference between co-parenting and parenting. I mean, if you're parents together. No, I said parenting. Oh boy. All right, let's do. I just really want to know what's the difference between parenting and co-parenting. You can't articulate the difference. I just did. Is, co-parenting well, describes you, a parenting situation where parents are not in a marriage. And what is parenting? Or romantic relationship in one another. And what is parenting? Parenting is just everything else. That doesn't make any sense. Do you? It's how about parents? Have you talked about parallel parenting before? What's that? Cannot interact or problem solve. Oh, interesting. Par- parallel parenting is for, it's basically co-parenting, but it's when the, the the parents like actually like can't talk to each other. When it's that, that relationship is so bad that they can't problem solve or interact. 
So they're both parenting the same kid and I'm trying to get in the camera. They're parenting the same kid, but their, their lives never intersect. It's parallel. Parenting is just uh, everything else with, with parents that are together. Okay. Well, now I know. Yeah. There's this whole thing on parenting styles too. We've talked about that before, but there's some graphics here that are, I didn't really realize that it's negligent, indulgent, authoritarian, or authoritative. We've been over this. I've never, I don't know if I ever went over those four though. You have. I remember that. Okay. You remember so many more things than me. Why is that? Because I listened to it again. I don't think I listened to you. What? I don't think I listened to you. I mean, I have to listen to it again. I have to edit it. So I have to listen to all this whole conversation at least one more time. Yeah, that's true. And this is the stupid shit that I remember. Along with pop culture information. Hmm. Rather than I, I remember what people say. I remember people's faces very well. Um, everything else out the window. So what, what's up? Um, well, potty training update. Um, that's that's first and foremost. Um, we have a bit of a problem. Mm. That's a sound effect kind of moment. What what kind of sound effect? Anything. Oh, I'm not plugged in. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. I have a better one. Say, say we have a problem again. We have a problem again. It's very frustrating. Well, you what well, you shouldn't have said frustrating. You took it one step too far because I already had the the car crash ready to go, and then you threw in frustrating. You should have said frustrating from the beginning. That's the only thing that triggers that sound effect. Yeah, I know. That's why for us. Let me try one more time. Let me try one more time. So we have a bit of a problem. Oh, is this this has never happened before. Now twice in this podcast, my earphones have popped out. So we have a bit of a problem. And now you're not gonna do it. I said we have a bit of a problem. Yeah, but I already did. See, I thought this time you were going to go with the frustrating. Oh, well, and it's really frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Anyway, um, so when there's a transition is the only time there's an accident. And what I mean by that is like, Mateo will go hang out with my in-laws. Perfect day perfect potties, no accidents, totally fine. And then all of a sudden he comes home and the first thing he does when he walks in the door is like goes and hangs outside and then he just has an accident. Yeah, Dustin, you just started potty training. This is going to happen for like a year. Yeah, But it's only in the transition. What does that mean? Like when I'm transitioning from what, like so Maggie left the other day. She left at seven o'clock. 
at 705 he had an accident okay he was perfect the whole day the upstream solution to this is very easy okay anytime you're transitioning the last thing that person does before they hand them off hey buddy do you need to use a potty it's just like going to the store like when we go to the store with the kids nobody leaves the house unless they go to the potty because we know what's going to happen If they say they don't have to go, they're going to get in the car. Ten minutes, somebody's going to pee their pants. Yeah. So, and if we're out for like two hours, guess what? Wherever we're stopping, you're going to the potty. Yeah. So we let we left a a, a, a three year old's birthday party tonight, and we got in the car, and I was and I was like, oh my gosh, you look really uncomfortable. Do you have to go potty? And he goes, yeah, I do. And that's the first time he ever told me that. So I was mm-hmm. really happy about that. I thought it was me. But I'm beginning to think it's just like the transition is a confusing time for him. And so, yeah. Okay. I mean, but I mean, accidents are going to keep happening for a very long time. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they are, but not every day at every transition. No, you, I was just thinking about it today because it, like Quinn ran to the bathroom twice while I was making dinner to to use the potty. And I couldn't remember the last time she had an accident in the house. Mm. So I was like, we should, should put up one of those um, like counters, you know, on like a dry race. Like it's been this many days mm. since the last <laughs> accident. Um, Oh, the watch. So this little girl, B, her name is Beatrice. Um, she has a watch. It's a potty watch, and it tells her what when to go to the bathroom. How does it know? It doesn't, Eric. It's a, it's a thing that somebody tells a little child to let them know that there's something like a magic jacket. There's no such thing as a magic jacket. Okay. There isn't. No. Can you pause for one second? Hold on. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm back. All right. So we were talking about magic magic jackets. Yeah, there's no such thing. I don't know if you knew that, but just letting you know. Okay. But Bo's wiener is still going to fall off if he keeps tugging on it. That's my favorite thing from the week, actually. What are you drinking? Oh, just some Aldi booze. I bought how much? How many grams of sugar does it have in it? Three. Okay, that's not bad. Suck it, Dustin. Hey, I'm just trying to keep you accountable. That's all. Four grams of carbs. Three grams of sugar. It's a wine. Hard seltzer from Aldi. They used to call that a, a a wine cooler. A wine hard seltzer is the same as a wine cooler? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. No, because no, I don't think so. What is a wine cooler? Oh, boy. <laughs> Made from wine and fruit juice, often in combination with carbonated beverage and sugar. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you have. 
And this has very little sugar in it, so it's not made from sugar. Um, this says wine and fruit juice, often in combination with a carbonated beverage and sugar. And there's a carbonated factor, a sugar factor, a wine factor, and a fruit factor. So you lose on this one, buddy. Seltzer contains less sugar per serving than most beer, wine coolers, and other premixed drink options. But it's still a wine cooler. It's not a wine cooler. What you are drinking is a wine cooler. Why don't we all have a poll on this? If you think Eric is drinking a wine cooler right now, um, I the brand that he is drinking is from Aldi. And why don't you hold that up to the screen one more time? Very fancy. Pacific Fruit Vineyards. Pacific the Fruit peach, Vineyards Wine peach. Hard Seltzer. Wine Hard Seltzer. Is wine hard seltzer mixed with peach fruit a wine cooler or not? Wine coolers are way less seltzery. Dude, I'm telling you, a wine, there is a Jack Daniels wine cooler. There's that Seagram's wine cooler. Wine cooler is more like the Smirnoff Ice. Like no. all sweet. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> all right. Know. Let's get off this. Okay. Um, what else? What else? Oh, um, yeah. So, Solly started talking out of nowhere. It's like you miss it. On the second kid, uh, all of a sudden, he's like acting like it's like a flip switched. And he like all of a sudden started like getting angry and getting sad and getting snuggly. And like you say, I love you. And he gives you kisses and he says, please. And he says, yeah. And he says, no. And it's like out of nowhere. You just miss it. It wasn't even like a transition. Mm. Made me well, a little that, sad. To be honest that's going to make me feel better about Ford because Ford isn't like anything at all. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's the way Solly was two months he's ago. Just, he's just like roaring. He's like Rawr, when he's playing with Bo. Oh, yeah, that, that's something else that Solly does, too. They play together, don't they? Mm-hmm. They go, that's what Solly started doing, too. You know, they'll sit in the car, and when one will go, rawr, and the other one will go, rawr, and that's the whole ride anywhere. Melissa had to pull over the car today, earlier. She couldn't handle it? She couldn't handle it. Cause they, and then, all of a sudden, they'll scream at the top of their lungs. like mm, Yes. And then they it's like, do that. You're like, what the hell? What happened? So, um, you know, we were sitting at lunch together today. Okay. Um, and uh, one of our um, common friends, work associates, and bosses said something that I don't know if you picked up on. Okay. Um, and he was talking about how he had to be now he has a, a 16 like a 15 and a 17 year old or something like that right mm -hmm. or like an 18 year old whatever and um, he said oh yeah I got this parent teacher conferences I got the after prom and I got this other you know um, school thing all on the same thing. night yeah soccer thing in the same night and it like really hit me that he's like a really engaged dad. Like my dad was never doing that stuff. Like I 
Yeah, but also, I think just because of the size of his community that he uh, he needs to be. Yeah, I would agree with you. Is because of his status in the community. Um, but I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think that's true with you know larger. Because my dad never went to those meetings in like high school and stuff. I don't think well, unless I, I didn't control. graduate. I only graduated with like a hundred people, so it's not like it was that much. I mean, his is definitely smaller than that, mm. which is surprising. I was surprised about that, but I don't think that like it's. I didn't think that it was that common, and it made me like really think about myself mm. when he said that about like oh like how how engaged am i really going to be because like there was this thing that came over the email um today or yesterday about some sort of like ice cream social at preschool and i'm like am i really gonna go to that like is that is that a thing but i guess it is a thing it's a thing i guess i need to go to because i need to be like engaged it's just weird Mm. Because I don't really like people. So I'm going to go to an ice cream social and like have to talk to people. And that just gives me a lot of anxiety. Yeah, but I think with the type of place that you're going, it's more like a, more like a daycare kind of thing. And you're going to be more focused on um, Mateo than anybody else. Like you're just going to be sitting there with, with him and talking to him. Like I, I went to, did I go to anything at the daycare? I can't remember if I went to anything at the daycare for Bo, but if I did, I don't remember ever like striking up a conversation with another parent. Hmm. I would feel bad not striking up a, a conversation. Oh yeah, we went to uh oh they had like the a yearly like social type deal, like a potluck. Hmm. And I think I talked to one one other set of parents whose whose kid was in Bo's class that sat down at the same table as me. And that was the only time we ever talked. Hmm. Other than that, I didn't really want to talk to anybody. And you just didn't. No. I mean, it's like, just be engaged with the things you want to be engaged with. You don't have to do everything. There's lots of other parents that do that stuff. Like, if they need a, a chaperone for a zoo field trip, hell yeah, I'm in. I love the zoo. I like kids. And I don't have to deal with the parents. So you can be involved and not deal with other parents. I don't not want to be involved with other parents. I just, I think I can grow into that. But I just. Don't hate, Dustin. Don't change. Well, it's, it's, you know what? I hate it when people say that. Change is a good thing and growth is a good thing. Do you think I was saying that sincerely? No, but I'm just saying I I don't want anybody else to think. Yeah, I guess I gotta I gotta think about that. I have um something that's personally exciting that nobody else will care about. How personal? It has to do with my work. All right, so you're not gonna tell us? Do you wanna hear about it? Um are you are you supposed to talk about it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I we downloaded this program yesterday that oh, uses. I know all about it. I can hear everything going on over there. Well, nobody else does. 
It's not that interesting. I think it's super interesting. For you and other photographers. Well, just like AI in general, I'm talking about. Mm. Okay. But anyway, you don't care. It's okay. We'll keep it a mystery. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell everybody I'm all about it. It's okay. I don't need to tell anybody. I'll do it. Well, basically, it uses artificial intelligence to scan through all of my photos that I take and get rid of all the bad ones and keep all the good ones and gets rid of all the duplicates and gets all the, rid of all the blurry ones from when I'm like moving super fast with the camera or something like that. I'm running around taking a picture. And then it also gets rid of people that are blinking and all that kind of stuff. And it does it with such an amazing accuracy that my editor that I pay a lot of money to is it did literally the same job and it takes her like three to four hours and it takes the program 20 minutes. So it's just kind of nuts. It like makes me think about how like McDonald's or like when you go into like Panera or something like that, like they don't need front front desk workers, like the cashier people anymore. They just don't. You put a, a monitor there, you put all your items. It's yep. very self-explanatory. <clears throat> Who are people going to complain to? That's literally they, they they can post a phone number. Boom, done. Just solved all the problems. Put a what there? Put a phone number. Somebody could call and oh, sit on hold oh for God. the next two hours. Jesus. So, anyway. Okay, so you hired an editor, and now you found software that can do the job, and now you don't need the editor. No, I mean I still need the editor. It, is, it was just cool to see artificial intelligence like doing its thing. So, um, I heard you listening to Dax Shepard the other day. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. What was that about? I never heard. I, you listen to him before. I, I listened to all of them. I don't know which one you heard. Well, it was just yesterday or the day before. I haven't listened to him this week yet. Yet. Yeah. I heard it. It wasn't last week, was it? Yeah, it was, it was last, last week. We were. I, I last haven't week. listened to Dex yet this week at all. Right, right. Oh, so last we week you talked. Office by yourself. When were you in the office last week? I was in the office when you were there by yourself. Two days. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thursday and Friday. Yeah, I think. Um, so. He was talking to like Cecily Strong, I think. I mean, do you listen to him often? I feel like I didn't know that. I, I've listened to just about every episode unless somebody's super boring. Okay. Is that all right? Yeah, I just didn't know that. How does that make you feel? Well, I know that they do a lot of really good things with their kids, so I would imagine that the advice is pretty good. Um, He doesn't really talk about his kids all that much. Okay. There's little things here and there, but there's nothing, um, nothing crazy. Because they're super private about their kids. I didn't know that. They were the ones that that like got all that legislation in place so that uh, paparazzi couldn't show kids' faces anymore of celebrities. Hmm. They spearheaded that whole thing. Okay. Yeah. What else you got going on? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Not a lot. Well, I was at a two, a three-year-old's birthday party today. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Not many, not many birthday parties on Tuesdays. 
Yeah, well, this was more of like a family friend of Melissa's, and <laughs> I'm not yeah. saying I don't like it. I like it a lot, but I'm just saying you don't you don't see it very often. Yeah, um, it was it was kind of fun. It made me realize um, that I needed to um, I needed to do a little bit of diligence on a particular topic that I've never really had to deal with before, um, and that is like how. I guess not how, I think like what to say when your child is interacting with other parents that you're not like right there, like you're like 50 feet away or 100 feet away or you see the interaction, but you don't necessarily like you're not a part of the interaction. Can I give you some advice? Sure. Be very, very careful. wasn't loud enough. I Damn know. it. Be very, very careful. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just, it was, I know like you, you popped in my mind tonight because you were, you go, you went on vacation recently and, you know, part of what I've heard you say before. And then also for that vacation was like, oh, it's really nice to be able to like hand my kids off to like somebody else for a minute. And like, you know, let the let whatever happens happens. And um I feel like I know what your advice is is probably just like let it happen, whatever. But like there's probably going to be a moment where I'm interacting with or I'm in the same vicinity and I see an interaction between, you know, either a stranger or you know, maybe somebody that's in a social setting, like another parent, where there's something that's like creates like an uncomfortable situation with however they respond to whatever. And I know like a lot of people are like, Hey, I'll discipline my own kids. I don't need you saying X, Y, Z. And it's like, how do you respond to that? I, I think I just need to do a little bit of diligence on that. Cause I've never really interacted like that. And I feel like my thought tonight was I better prepare myself if that ever happens, because I don't know like what it is that I would do. Do you, um, did you ever, did you watch the slap when it was on NBC? Is that where like, I forget what that was, but yeah, it sounds really familiar. Zachary, Zachary Quinto slaps the kid and it's not his kid at like a family cookout. It's his brother's kid. No, I, I don't, that doesn't sound familiar. Oh, I think if you saw like the meme, you would. Wait, let me look for it. No. Oh, yeah. Okay, got it. No, I didn't see this. You know too much. I mean, it's like a full-on meme, I think. Is that a meme? Oh, man, Jonathan LaPaglia. Oh, that's a, the uh, Australian. <laughs> this is crazy. So there was an Australian version of it first. Wait. This was 2015. Was he in this version of it? Oh, man. No, he's in the... Zachary Quinto right there. No, but I'm looking. So there was a a Australian version of it first. And the guy in it is Jonathan LaPaglia. Is it weird that I know the, the... 
the 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 name of an Australian TV star. Wait, this is the woman from um from Westworld. Oh, uh, Zoe, or uh, not Zoe? Um, the one that looks like Zoe, uh, Thandie Newton, and Uma Thurman. Hold on one second. And the mom was um, she was on Grey's. Anyways, Jonathan Lepaglia from the Australian version is the host of Australian Survivor now. Okay, sorry, I had to watch the trailer for a second. I didn't hear anything you just said. That's great. Sorry. That seems intense. Oh man, and it has uh, a show like that. Friggin' Peter Sarsgaard. This is an all-star cast. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> These are like Oscar-nominated, like Thandie Newton, Uma Thurman, Brian Cox was in it. You're getting really excited. <laughs> This Melissa George person is like the only like not big star. I think she was on Grey's. Isn't she um, married to this like other best friend that uh, that Sandra O oh didn't like? Wait, what's her name? Melissa George. Come on. And then she ended up dying. She, oh. she was. Dr. Sadie Harris. I never knew that. She's the one that they, when they, then they started like, she came into the intern program and they did like surgery on each other. Oh yeah, that's right. And then she ended up dying. This is super early though. Yeah. 2008 and nine. She was on. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. This is what my brain does. No, I, I get it. Isaiah Washington. Oh, let's not get into Isaiah Washington. Be very, better careful. <laughs> um, you know, you know. Wait, how did we get on the the idea of the slap though? Um, talking to other kids or or uh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Disciplining other kids. No, I, don't, I don't mean discipline. I mean, maybe I know, I know what you mean, but like, like being like, hey, cut that out, or you know, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, this kid was like, what was he, he was swinging something around, wasn't he? Like something dangerous, a baseball bat or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it looked like he was gonna hurt somebody. So I'm, I'm glad Zachary Quinto slapped him. <laughs> <laughs> he gave him a really good slap too. I don't know why anyone would think that that's acceptable. Now I really want to watch the uh, trailer. I mean, the trailer is pretty good. Spicy. Oh, can you hear that? Nugs. We didn't say Wendy's. You can? You probably thought Wendy's. And you thought right. But you probably This episode brought to you by Wendy's Chicken Nuggets. Through the Wendy's app. Can we just tell them not to come? Dinner, rent a hotel room, just you and me. Come on. There's 20 people coming. I've been working on this for two days. Momo. I sat here for coffee cake. Because we're going to park this in the street. 
You don't look a day over 40. Oh, man. And it's got the dude from uh, Gossip Girl and you in it. Did you watch you on Netflix? No, I did not. Oh, man. You got to watch that. It's great. To my cousin, the last good man in America. Gary, maybe Hugo should be swimming hot like that. Hugo, you're out, buddy. Hugo. What are you doing? You right now. Listen to me. When adults talk to you, you listen to what they're saying, yeah? Why are you swinging the bat at Rocco like that? Oh, and then he kicks him. What the hell is the matter with you? He hit our son. You hit my child! My child's out of control! I can't believe he hit that little kid. I blame you. The brat deserved it. Not for that kid! Well, this one's not gonna go away. What am I supposed to do, huh? Fuck, he's terrifying, isn't he? This is how people get scarred for life. I'm gonna put that maniac away. Lazy hippie. They're going to come after you. Sorry. Yeah, and just so that we're all on the same page, there are like a million reasons not to hit your kids. Mm-hmm. Or other people's kids. Or other people's kids in this instance. I was always told that gentle instruction supported by a strong foundation of love and respect is the only true effective way to bring about commendable behavior based on the strong inner values instead of superficially good behavior based only on fear. Reminds me, I messaged Ryan last week and I haven't heard from him. I haven't heard from him either. Should I text him? Sure, why not? I've got his number. Great. He's a busy guy though. He's got a baby, new baby. That's true. A lot of TikToking to do. Yes, that's also true. That's also true. Do you ever think about doing yoga with your kids? No. I don't think about doing yoga by myself. Why would I think about doing it with my kids? Because it might be a fun activity. They, you, you think they're going to sit there and like listen to someone? And No. I mean, I think that it, it's a process of getting them there. Uh-uh. Did you know that parenting styles affect where the financial success in most instances are of a child later in life? Nope. Can you believe that? That's pretty incredible. The things the internet says, you know? I mean, it could say anything. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying that there are, when it says like, indulgent and permissive parenting which can be common among affluent families it's clear it can have a negative impact on the family's financial outcomes so on the kids the kids when they grow up or the family as a whole no like when the kids grow up it's kind of like that idea that often comes about where like you know, a, a uber successful lawyer or a doctor has a kid that ends up growing to become growing up to become a starving artist. Mm. He just wants to join the family business. I'm a medical doctor. I don't get it. Stepbrothers. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. This is a house of learned doctors. <laughs> what a great movie. This is great. Oh, I want to watch it. Let's wrap this up. Um, well, I do have a book this week. Books. Um, this week's book is a hardcover book, and um, I've grown to love a author uh, by the name of Tom Fletcher. Tom Fletcher. And um, this particular book is, uh, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's, you know, right around the corner, uh, Halloween. And I think that having a little bit of fun with a little spookiness um, is kind of is kind of fun. Uh, this book is called There's a Witch in Your Book by Tom Fletcher, illustrated by Greg Abbott. Um, and it's just the fun tale uh, where... Um, there's a witch in your book. Eek, there's a witch in your book. What a mess she's making. Wipe the mess away and turn the page. Well done, you cleaned up the mess. But uh-oh, now witch looks cross. I don't think she likes us unmuddling her mess. And um, it's just a fun little Halloween book. I, I like it. And there's a series of these books. Obviously, I love series. Tom Fletcher's awesome. Um, there's also there's a superhero in your book. There's an elf in your book for the holiday time, and um, you know what a what a great little little tale to tell. Um, you can buy that book. It's a uh, 32 pages, um, and uh, it is eight dollars and seventy nine cents on uh, Amazon. You could also buy that used at half price books like Eric. And uh, I don't know what they sell it for there, but uh, Eric might be able to tell you. So check it out. Tom Fletcher. Uh, this came out this year, July 6, 2021. There's a witch in your book. Who's in your book? Um, and it's just in time for Halloween. Eric, are you starting to think about costumes for the kids? Um, no, not really. I'm worried that Bo's just going to want to do some one of those stupid costumes from the store like a transformer or something that's like oh. you know, hard plastic mask and like a you know lycra jumpsuit or something what's the problem with that i don't know i just don't i I'm, i didn't um i didn't grow up with that and it's like i don't know i just feel like you can do better you know like it's not that hard to to come up with something better than that. Like painting his face or something. I don't know. Like we've always done pretty well with their costumes thus far. Um, but I feel like the stuff that he likes, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it again. Um, I have been. I'm just looking up at the TV. This show that started last night. Uh, what is it called? The uh, Ultimate Surfer or something or other on ABC. I don't know. It's pretty good. It's like Kelly Slater hosting a surfing competition with mm. all these young surfers like trying to get into the championship tour and like surfing is nothing I would ever be interested in, but these people are interesting and the stuff they're doing, the competitions are pretty cool. That's well, uh, I know Eric, nothing about that world. So Eric's, Eric's pick for the week. 
Eric's pick for the week. Eric's pop culture pick for the week. Too bad my name doesn't start with a P. I know. That would be amazing. I was thinking if we could change that into like French or Spanish or something like that. Eric's pick for you. For the All right, we should probably end the podcast on that. Um, okay. Well, like we say here every week uh, at New Dad, Newer Dad, be a dad. Be a real dad. Really better careful. Be very, very careful and be <laughs> Be a dad, be a real dad. Read a book for your kids. Bye bye.